Welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me always is my dear friend Dilruk Jaisinger. Hello. With you, not quite. This is quite different to the last two one-on-ones we've had, where we have been in the same room, standing like sitting next to each other without clothes. It's been really nice <laughs> to do that to reconnect. But uh, now oh, I haven't uh, seen. I haven't naked. seen you naked. Have I seen you naked? No, I don't think I have. Have I seen you naked? Mm, I don't think not many comedians have. Dasselo is the only one I think who has seen me naked. We've seen each other naked. I think it's, it's it's important. Like why? Yeah. Why is it important? <laughs> Tell me, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't know because yeah, I just feel like I don't know. Like most of my close You're, friends, that's a European. That's that's the European side of you coming out. I you think know, so. Where nudity is very normalized and it's very yeah. And also after the whole hospital thing, it's like I'm, I'm, the, the shame of being nude has completely disappeared. <laughs> so... Well, it should. Please bring a bit of feedback. I don't like the idea of you being so comfortable. We have shared a sauna together, but we were both clothed then. And yeah, totally. um, I, I think I, I don't know. I, I definitely still have carryover body um, nudity issues like it's weird how when i um was at uni we did heaps of like nude stunts and doing like new like running through lectures running through lecture theaters naked yeah yeah those types of things like rack bag larrikins type stuff we did can i ask you know? so you did one of those nudity but runs. it's in the context of mm. you know those nudity runs did you go from yeah. like one say like say everyone's having a lecture the lecturer is down at the bottom. And then do you like just streak from one door and just run across the front and then go out the other door? Is that how, how you did it? That's Yeah, that's the sort of thing. Yeah. I uh, I remember my friends like who were more confident would do full on like lecture stunts. Like actually, it was a, at Melbourne Uni, there's a thing called Prosh Week. It's like a week of, uh, uh, it's like a uh, scavenger hunt slash a whole bunch no, of- I remember it. And because it doesn't happen all year round, I think the lecturers just kind of embraced it and just know that, oh, this is this one week that's a bit crazy. So they, some lecturers actually got in on it, not in terms of nudity or anything like that, but they would play <laughs> like, they, they played like a, like a, like a dialogue or whatever that they're pre-warned about and stuff like that. So it was much different sort of well, like. I remember one, which I remember so fondly because it was just like, it was, it was, the subject was, um, I think it was famine in the modern world. And we were listening to the lecturer who had a very monotone voice. And I think I was even hung over. And then this um, large gentleman just strolled through, didn't run, strolled through. And it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Like just a strut. With a fish? Did he bring a fish? I'm not sure if he bring a fish. I just remember I was like, I just want that guy's confidence. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like that's what I want. Like it was just like strolling through and everyone laughed. It was great. Gave him a big round of applause as well. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, one, a friend of mine, I uh, won't say his name, but yeah, really big dude, uh, walked out completely naked from the back door, um, from one of the side doors where the lecture comes in from, <laughs> completely. And also, here's the thing, very little to be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> that was what was amazing. Like, you know, you think that this is like a, you yeah. know, a person who's got big dick energy. But no, honestly, it was like, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, very cold day i think in the lecture theater anyway the point being yeah and just did a whole thing where they had like a, a fish 
I can't remember, like, they just like, I can't remember what the point of it was, where they unfolded it and they were filleting a fish or something like that. It was just bizarre. bizarre. I know, weird, weird stuff. But in spite of all of that, like, I've been naked on Burke Street, you know, the Burke Street statues that are there on the corner of Swanson oh, yeah, and yeah, Burke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's photos of me, I think, obscuring, like, uh, my genitalia, but definitely naked. Um, however, I think in spite of all of that behavior and uni and being silly and stuff, I think I'd still be uncomfortable being naked in front of uh, people I'm not intimate with. Yeah, um, yeah, no, totally. I think I, I was literally like that until the surgery. Then it, after a while, it just didn't matter. Well, here's a good example. Like a couple of weeks ago, I had my hernia appointment and I obviously had to drop Dax for that. And I definitely still felt a little, un, you know, uneasy. Uh, and, and I kind of wish I wasn't, especially around health stuff. You know, I kind of wish I was just a bit more like, yeah, there's a doctor, it's fine. Which um, we can both agree has been huge in the media this week. Um, Is it? Just, it just, it has been massive um, uh, for people who don't know. And, you know I don't you, know, so tell me. No, but just... Um, uh, just uh, heart attacks, heart attacks happening left, right, and centre. The great Shane Warne uh, at 52, oh, yes. 52 years old uh, passed away. A state politician this morning, as we were recording this, again, 52 heart attack passed away. It's um, it's uh, and what I've noticed as well is since that's all been happening, which you know, again, it's full on. Um, I was trying to get an appointment uh, for a medical issue. Couldn't get an appointment because, as the receptionist said, uh, pretty much every appointment is being booked out between men the age of 40 and 50. So just like a lot of people just going, I, I don't want that to be me. So, you know, if, this, if there's one, you know, one of the things that can come, you know, away from uh, Shane Wan's death is, you know, this influx of men checking out to see if their heart's okay. Wow. Yeah, I suppose that is a positive. But yeah, I didn't hear about the state politician. And but 52, what a bizarre coincidence to be the oh. same age. Well, and they're saying quite a bit, you know, and they're talking about it, you know, it, you know, one of the factors may have been stress. Um, you know, that um she was under a, a lot of stress. I mean, of course, there's you know, they don't know there's underlying health issues, but you know, I have mm. you know, we've talked about it before, I've had heart problems uh, you know, within my family and you know, whether they're hereditary or not. Um, mm. And I've, you know, I had the monitor on for 24 hours uh, uh, a couple of years ago just to make sure because I thought I had an irregular heartbeat. But it does make you wonder. Like it, mm. it is, it is at the moment now. You know, like you know, that's that's the one. You know, that that big juicy fat organ uh, and your heart is the ones the things that keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's funny. And then like, of course, you know me. Uh, it's like as soon as that found out, I just like you know you just you just notice small things. Like I was like, I was like to my partner, my and I was just like, oh, I think my chest hurts. I, I think, I think I, I think I might be having like you just start tricking yourself. Like I think there's something wrong with me. Like and it's like no mate, you just did Pilates and you did the whole floor. Yeah, you know, your ribs are just stuffed. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah, just, it is a it is funny how your brain starts tricking you into thinking that the, yeah uh, that you've got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just it's not and so. Um, so yeah, so that's the kind of thing where I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, and then it's like, I'd love to, I'd love to know the stats. Like, like I Googled what's healthy food for your heart, you know, stuff like that, where I was just like, you know, and it's just the same thing where, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, was it pork? That was good. <laughs> it was, it was Coca-Cola and Mentos uh, together. What a combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it did something across to me where it's like uh, longevity of life. Now, this is a good question, Dilly. Uh, how long would you like to live to? um it's a 
tough one because there's a part of me that wants to live forever mainly because I just want to see like Hawthorne win a grand final again and Sri Lanka win a World Cup, a cricket World Cup and uh, see what the next Batman movies are and things like that. I, I definitely <laughs> like uh, as a, con- yeah, absolutely. From an entertainment point of view, the, I look at how much joy I get from those things and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'd love to keep seeing those things happen. Right. You just look at even, you know, I just love consuming entertainment. Right. And if I can find a way where my, my body doesn't hurt anymore and I'm just like this head that's watching telly. <laughs> or or, or do, you, do you want to do that thing, you know, because you got all those theories and that people, you know, there are people, you know, uh, well-known people, mostly quite wealthy people who have frozen their body after they've died in the hope that one day the technology will be there to uh, recreate them or to restart yeah, their brain. Yeah, pyrogenic. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but the other one is, would, would you do this? Would you, if you were able to uh, uh, get your uh, your brain and put it down on a hard drive, would you then have it uploaded to a, a robot? So you then could keep- The singularity or whatever that thing is yeah. called. Yeah, look, I, maybe, maybe. There's a part of me, because I am- um, such a I have such a big ego the idea of me not existing anymore scares me and obviously that's something I work through do you know what I mean like the idea that I don't matter and I'm just going to be forgotten and you know which is true by the way like in 100 years time no one's going to find out whatever me so there's 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 it's two sides like I oscillate between um finding that scary and also at the same time freeing the idea that you know none of this matters every bit of things that stress me out today won't matter in a hundred years you know what i mean like that's, that's what keeps really you going <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's freeing but at the same time as well it's like it's a hard one to wrestle with so yes look i i don't know if i want to live forever in the traditional sense where in terms of like people who are, you know clock over a certain age and you can see how much their body is and like the quality of life is obviously more that's valuable. the big one for me that was right the- big one so like you know like they say that the body if everything went well should live to 120 years old right that's what they say even if you look if if they say the science like if everything was if you didn't have any issues and including the aging process science say that you can live to 120 now there's not many examples of that maybe you know out in that island off japan and you know there's also that island in greece where um you know you've got you know mykonos yeah mykonos just like Gee, I wonder if you take a lot of drugs and wear a lot yeah. of white, you can live till 27. <laughs> like, yeah, Nick Giannopoulos is actually like 12 years old. <laughs> but then there's like, you know, and they, always, the they, they always say that, you know, that the thing that keeps them uh, going is, a, is a, you know, the, a Mediterranean diet, uh, exercise, um, community, mm-hmm. and the Greeks always say a couple of glasses of red wine. That, that, that helps reduce the the aging process and, and, and yeah. it's kind of similar in, in, in Japan, but then it's like, well, what's, what's your value of life? And for someone who ha- has um, family that have gone through the process of putting uh, people uh, in nursing homes and all that kind of stuff, it's, you, you want, you want those last, you want those, those good years. You want those good years where you're like, I'm old. I want my legs to work. Like I think, yeah. and I want my mind to be able to appreciate and, and participate because you don't uh-huh. Want to be in a vegetative state and 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 you know want to die rather than just go oh it's sad I'm going but I've had a good life I, I kind of yeah yeah it's a tough one what about you how long do you want but also there's also the element of like say in your case with like kids and stuff you'd want to see yes. how they turn out you oh, want to you know grandkids great grandkids like you know no, it's, I'm not make that huh 
I don't think I make that. You need to have kids pretty young to get great grandkids. Like, like you have to, like, because like, no, well, it, but it's it like, be. because no, I, I know, and look, I know, um, yeah, I should put it on the pot anyway. My, 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 my cousin who is two years older than me is a grandma. Oh wow! So, so yeah, so and so therefore, uh, her mother is a great grandmother, and before the age of seventy, I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. So, so. You know, it, it can happen, but I mean that comes with its its, its pitfalls. I used to always love when I used to work at council. There was the the leader, uh, which is you know the local rag, and occasionally you would get amazing photos where you're like, oh the let's just give it a name, the O'Sullivan family. Um, they 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 have crossed uh, six generations, and then you just have six generations just in the one family. We're like that is amazing, and they've all had kids, you know, late teens, and they just keep doing yeah. it. It's just a family tradition. I'm like, wow, that is that, is, uh, that always just blows my mind. This reminds it, it's not, it reminds me of someone we know in comedy didn't actually do any comedy, but was like producing and things like that. Uh, her uh, her mum, grandma, and great grandma were all born on the same day. Like, as in, you know, the calendar day, <laughs> they weren't born at the same time. But like, yeah, <laughs> but like, just say, you know, today's March 11th. It's like, every, yeah, grandma was March 11th. You, you know, the next generation girl was March 11th. Then the third generation was March 11th. And then the fourth generation. That's incredible. That's, that's like, that's, that's that, so oh, crazy. The, that's, the statistics of that is incredible. That's, uh, and, then, and then I wonder by the fourth one, are you just like, I, I, you just booking the C section? I just want to be part well, of the position. Well, yeah, look, I assume there was no cheating there. I assume it was not like a uh, C section because then that's less impressive. I mean, still pretty impressive to, con you know, conceive around the same time. Yeah. Don't know oh. what it is about the hormones around that time for that family. But yeah, you'd want to see the kids and grandkids and stuff like that. But other than that, if, okay, so take the kids out of it. Any other motivation for you to want to live longer? Well, I think I think for me it's just like I just want to be able to enjoy the life. I think I like you know, like like we said, like my my partner and I celebrated. We had an anniversary dinner last night. We went out for dinner, mm -hmm. and it was kind of funny. We were in a restaurant. Twenty six years. Twenty six years, uh, which is a which is a huge one. Um, but also, it was just nice to also sit at the table and then look around and go, oh, like you know, like a really, you know, a nice restaurant in, in, in Brunswick. And, then, you know, you see couples at different stages of their life. And then, you know, that sense of just going, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to hitting all the milestones and being part of, like, the big one we want to do is I just want to do a bit more travelling. I think that's the, you know, creating memories with kids and then, you know, like just going somewhere. I think that's the, the more I can do that, because I feel like, you know, that was taken away from us. And and so I think that's the, the one thing I want to do. And I do... Even though, you know, I feel like my body is a lot older than what my age is, I just hope it just lasts. Yeah. Can I just check? You said you celebrated your 26th anniversary yesterday. What is that the actual anniversary date? Yes. March 10th? Yeah, the March reason 10th. I ask is because uh, one former guest, uh, well, former guests of the podcast, Niroshan Jaising and Razia Jaising and my parents celebrated their 42nd anniversary on the exact same date. Oh I did not God. know that you guys share an anniversary. The, um, and is that the, when they got married? Uh, I believe that's the marriage one. Oh no, that was that was uh, anal. That marching <laughs> tip was. I'm saying no. <laughs> Happy anniversary, mum and dad. Your son uh, has turned out to be an absolute uh, 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 piece of shit who makes jokes <laughs> like that. Uh, but also, my brothers around his wife, their anniversary uh, wedding. And, oh no, first time they chatted to each other. On, on the phone was March uh, 10th, 
2014. So yeah, so the first time they, because they were kind of like a setup kind of thing. My, they, you know, my my sister in law Shivani was in India at a wedding, and one of someone my brother knows said, "Hey, you're you single? My my, my you know cousin's single as well." And uh, my cousin basically brokered their chit chat on Facebook, and then they made a face. Uh, I think a Skype call on March 10th. So yeah, March 10th seems to be the one for couples. Well, we, I think, but the problem is we actually can't really remember. So we just picked a day. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, 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 I think that's fair. No, but it's like, sure. But it's kind of like you go, like, let's just make it that day. And, you know. We know it's like, Labor Day weekend. That's what we know. So, you know, it's right. probably not on a Monday. So it's just like. No, we, I, re- I, I don't think there's an issue. Like my grandma, there was no birth certificates for her. Like literally, they don't know how old she is. Or That's what amazing. That is it's amazing. Pretty, it's, yeah, yeah. So she's in from a tiny village in India. So they just didn't have any of that kind of detail. So they picked a date for her birthday. <laughs> and <laughs> do they know what year? Like, do they know what year? They they have a, a suspicion because of she has a memory of when she um, had her first child. So you know. So she was like, I was this age when my uh, first, when my aunt, when my auntie was born. She's like, I was, you know, I can't remember what the age was, but yeah. So, so they kind of like go, okay. So then she was roughly born in this year. Yeah, and wow. then, and then, um, yeah. So I think we picked, I didn't, I wasn't part of the picking process. My uncles and aunties were, and they picked one month where we didn't have that many birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Seriously, genuinely. So we had a birthday for Jan, Feb, April, whatever. And then July was like, no, we don't have anyone who's born in July. All right. Your birthday is now July. What day do you want? <laughs> it's, it's, so, so, it's so funny because we, I did this thing where I just got, we've got like a birthday calendar behind me here. And so yeah. I just grabbed it one day just to keep the kids entertained at the table. And I was like, uh, just going through each month and I had to guess whose birthday was on that day. And it's so funny because, you know, you know, you know, January, we've got a couple in there. Then February, you got a couple in there. And, and you get to September and it's just chock a block. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's hilarious. It's that thing where it's like, Summer holidays, could have been New Year's Eve. Everyone gets their fuck on. Nine months later, there's a kid. I have so many <laughs> September, end of September baby friend, friends who are end of September. Hey, uh, how's, uh, how's your health journey? Um, okay. Um, it's, yeah. It, I have to admit, I did. I have been shaken up by the whole uh, Shane Warren heart attack. I, I have to admit, it has been playing on my mind um but well you know, how uh, how so in terms of like well more like what have you dis- what are you vibing are you are you like oh, shaken up just, in terms of going like i can't muck well, i can't change anymore? anything what i've done in the past but what what the things right. i've done that haven't been good for my health so i think that's where i was just like i'm just reflecting on that like how much damage has all that smoking done on my uh, heart over the years or how much uh, yeah. damage has done you know like i've been thinking about that and at the same time you know just going well i can't do much now but then also you know like you know again like i mean pretty much the thing i'm just doing regularly three days a week and have done this week which is with an extra case of pilates like i I got told i'm getting better even though i feel like i ain't making any gains yeah man like i I, it's been a it's been a week and a bit since i've done it and i really miss it and um because for for context actually we didn't build on it we talked about we recording separately but uh i'm currently in adelaide for the next two weeks and we're recording over zoom but also last week i was in um uh regional new south wales i um you know did uh was it orange and double oh we did talk about that i was recording from a um from a conference room in double oh in yeah and so, uh, 
yeah i just feel a little um uh, the the like not that i've gone backwards but it's really like i'm really tired all the time because of the late night shows and things like that and erratic sleeps and the flights but um my motivation in terms of being physical and being uh, food conscious is really starting to chip away. So I'm trying my best to kind of, you know, not lose complete track. You know, my favorite James Clear atomic habits, you know, there was a quote of his that I try and think about, which is what starts as an excuse can easily become a habit. Don't let a bad day become a lifestyle. And that's something that I keep thinking about going, okay, yes, yes. You know what? Yesterday I had like late night fried chicken last night, which was far from ideal without a doubt. But it's also like, you know, it's me, Tono, Tommy Little, Reese Nicholson, Kyron. We were all just hanging out and, you know. Wow. Which doesn't happen. It hasn't happened for a while. It hasn't happened. It's so nice, man. It is so, this is one thing I'll tell you what. I like, I could cry talking about how much I've been loving catching up with comedians for break, breakies and, and lunches and stuff. It's, 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 it's just, just like it's catching just up with my... friends. Like Man, and normality. also our friend Claire Hooper caught me at one point when we were having coffee that I was like clutching the ceramic cup and I was like leaning over and just holding the ceramic cup with both hands. She's like, oh, you look so adorable. I'm like, I've missed this. Like I've missed, like I've been having plastic, like takeaway cups for two years and just being able to sit down with a ceramic cup and just chat to a friend is just so nice. And and, and, I, and I, I totally get that. And uh, you forget how important that part, like, you know, among the exercise and all that stuff and that sense of community, hanging mm. out with friends like last night, uh, after anniversary dinner, um, I did that romantic thing and caught up with friends. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> but, did you really? <laughs> yeah, I did because two of my dear friends who uh, even we hadn't seen for a while um, have one from Berlin, the other one from Bangkok, and it was sort of like one, they just got their visa, so they're leaving tomorrow. And I was like, oh, you know, and Dan, this is the podcast, hello, Dan. Um, but it was just like, it was that fun thing that is like, you know, we, we, we sat around just laughing, just laughing, just going, right. it's been so nice to be able to do that. They had their combined four the weekend before right. like it was that kind of thing it was like all this stuff we like oh, this is fun but also kind of sad because you know again like it seemed crazy but it was like hugging both of them going all the best but also just going I don't know when I'll see you again with the way yeah. things are at the moment and the uncertainty you're just like well hopefully it's not two three years hopefully it's yeah it's, it's Christmas but you just don't know so it's yeah. kind of like enjoying those moments you're like oh cool okay well this is normal again but again it can be taken away so yeah. quickly. When will I see you again? So I oh, when will you. we share precious <laughs> moments? Are we in love? We can't sing too long. <laughs> Otherwise, we, we, don't, we don't have the rights. Oh. You don't have the rights? Wait. They will be grateful for us to sing in that song. I don't know who's singing. Is it Casey and the Sunshine Band? I don't know. The, um, yeah, so the, but health-wise, I'm like... Again, it's that thing where I was like, I've made the decision that um, I'm back on track and that, you know, again, it's like, you know, you know, last night I knew that I was having a dinner, so I made sure that, you know, I didn't blow out throughout the day, had a very lovely dinner. It's that kind of right. thing where it's like, again, small steps, small steps, small steps. And then, you know, you know there's a beautiful photo of me that in 2000, October 19, I was like, I just need to get yeah. to that, that, hot, that hot man again. That man's beautiful. Well, I'd, like to, I'd like to see him again. It's interesting. I'm, I, I, I know exactly exactly what you mean, but I'm trying to not use words like hot to describe my, oh, you know, oh. trim myself because it's like, uh, you know, fuck, like it should be about health. You know what I mean? I know, I know totally, totally. we've said this millions of times and should versus, you Good. know, the truth is like, <laughs> yes, like having superficial goals, I, not superficial, but aesthetically based goals 
isn't a bad thing. It should, I don't think it, it is. It should be part of your so, arsenal, but it can't be your main thing. That's it, mate. Exactly. It is. It is needing to find like, okay, how do I, how do I reconcile knowing that I will get motivated by you know looking <laughs> looking trimmer? Like I will. There's no doubt about it. I would be lying if I don't think that you know feeling more physically attractive, like you know, is is my part of the motivation. But at the same time, also just learning that, yep, it's fine to be, you know, to, to be chunkier as long as you're healthier. Like, you know, one of the strangest feelings I remember was when I was doing a, um, a photo shoot for my um, Victorious Lion poster and the jacket I was wearing was um, the one I wore earlier that year and I couldn't button it up anymore. And I was really like, starting to really feel insecure about the photo shoot and like oh man i can't believe how big i got and then i'd literally just run a marathon and i was like what the fuck dill like you know that version of you back in you know with the when the jacket fit couldn't run a marathon but right now you're able to run a marathon just be happy with that and yeah it's all easier said than done but yeah just and again and, yeah. and but also and then also I'm also very conscious that, that I need to make sure that you, you set the example for the kids so that you know yeah. at the moment now that it is consistent that it's a part of every day like you know like yeah. our big one is just you know variation in eating food so you know like my you know like I wake the kids breakfast Taylor loves uh Sultana brand but it's like we gotta eat a piece of fruit you know Minky loves avocado on toast and that's because yeah. she lives in the inner city so it just each, <laughs> like, yeah. each their own but I, again it's like you know like I look at photos which are last night at the anniversary dinner i was like yeah, i'm still not happy where i am i mean my head i do need a haircut but i, I am for some reason like as i said to a mate last night just enjoying the length well yeah, while i can still do it why not why not enjoy it one more last time you know like yeah who knows when it's gonna go like but i was, I'll I was tell backstage you what, though, ben. i was backstage with a comedian who, who who decided to dye their hair for the first time and you know it was a, it was an interesting conversation of why they did it uh right. you know what made them do it um i mean again it was all based on ego even though he had the greatest beard in the world and made it even look more obvious <laughs> he dyed his hair. oh like you mean um, grays to blacks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay okay completely gray here and then completely black on top yeah i um uh, <laughs> it's funny how much i'm comfortable with gray hair versus my uh balding patches my balding patches still really bum me out but my gray hair i'm like fuck, it's sexy i really i genuinely mm. i genuinely think my gray hair is sexy i love it uh, and i wish i had that kind of appreciation for other parts of my body like you know what i mean like the the man you know man boobs and all of that stuff but um but here's another thing ben i don't know are you i'm this is really bad to look at it like this but i'm i'm so tired of having this fucking fight with my you know this every like it feels like we're back banging on the same drum sometimes you know about learning to find balance and learning to find um you know consistencies and all i'm like yeah 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 we've said this so many times and <laughs> like I, i'm not even thinking it from a listener point of view even from the listener point of view like i must imagine they're like fuck here we go again the boys are just talking about the same i know i know but it's just like just in, emotionally i'm a bit like fuck like but i think that's that's life like it's also yeah. the acceptance of that yeah that it's an eternal struggle i get it but like like it's a thing it's part of the aging process like you, i think even then if you think about it, even if you're an elite sports athlete you will mm. get to a point where you are at the prime you know like you know they say like once you get to 20 that's when the aging process starts you know you've got you know 20 right. years of you know your body being able to repair stuff as soon as you're over 20 that your body starts aging you know that's you know that that's how it mm. works and i think that is interlinked with 
with health stuff as well. Like it just seems very natural that at the moment now it's kind of that acceptance that, you know, like, well, you know, like, you know, you can push to have that six pack, you can push to have that, you know, amazing tricep, you know, thing. But after a while, it's like, you know, it's, I think, and, and the older you get is you just go, oh, I just, I want to be healthy. And so yeah. in the end, it's like healthy mind, healthy body. Now, sure, you can't, you know, my son's obsessed with me joining the world's strongest man competition. I was like, it ain't going to happen, buddy. <laughs> that's a nice one. Like, say strength is something that's valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And and, it, and it's kind of funny, like, seeing, like, we'll be watching it a bit where it's just like, you know, but then, you know, I, I love it. I watched it. You know, you watch it. I watch it with my son. I like, look how strong this guy is. He just picked up 300 kilos and walked 45 meters. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, I watch it with my dad. And he's like, why would you do that to your knees? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> like, why would you? you? Your knees are so precious. Like, look after them. You know, you're not going to be able to walk yeah. in 10 years time. I know, but then yeah, that's then maybe that's where your your thinking comes from. Where you're so you heard a dad who is you know so much about health yeah, and, and sort of longevity dad, of your knees. Exactly, and joints like joints, back, and knees. It's, it's like it's, uh, what Nick is your dad in in terms of those stuff. Really good. Well, so he's good in the fact that for the last what twenty years. He right. uh, and while he still does it, he, oh, he has many like you know, he's got a cook back and he's got a sore shoulder. But the one thing he does uh, every day still is swim, and he right. reckons that's the reason that he is still be able to do what he can do. He, you know, he'll still ride, so he'll still ride. You know, if he needs to go to, I don't know, his favorite place in the world is Costco at the moment, <laughs> and so. <laughs> So he loves Costco. And to be honest, I've I've reached that point where I love places like that too. Like it's just buying in bulk. It just, ah, the savings. It's so, so awesome. Um, And so, but he'll ride there. It's a classic example. He rode there and then came off his bicycle. Now he's 70 and he came off his bicycle and didn't break anything. And, and yeah, even though. Which is luck or. I think it's a bit of luck, but also the fact that he's, again, he's at his BMI, at his right weight. He doesn't have much fat on him. Uh, he's relatively light. And, um, you know, even though, you know, he's got to cook back at the same time, he can still, the swimming still keeps his core relatively. I think right. I think his core is probably a lot stronger than a lot of other people. Um, now, his age. Uh, yeah. So now being, uh, what's his official title, job title? Oh, he's, well, Dad's kind of retired now, but he's a physiotherapist. Yeah, physiotherapist, right. So as a physiotherapist, what are some of the things that surely he must have passed on you going, you know, if you do this once a day down the track, this will be helpful. Like anything stretching, like that? Stretching. Well, what specific? Stretching so broad. Though. I'm trying to get into So like, foot on the wall and then uh-huh. leaning forward. That was his one that he, he, he kept saying to me over and over again. Foot on if the if the if the two that I got drilled throughout my uh, childhood was stretching the hamstrings up against the wall, and the other one is please yeah. don't play, please don't play footy. Oh wow! <laughs> like he, he pushed and look to his credit, I didn't play footy. Um, I played it once, but he just he just kept saying please. He goes, all I do is treat people with f knees. Um, yeah. He goes, it's just did you say f knees? F knees, yeah. Fuck so you didn't want, he, he didn't want to say fuck or you, you didn't want to say fuck just then? Well, no, but I used to listen to my dad treat people, which was always absolutely quite fascinating. Right. Like, you know, like, you know, that, you know. You know it seems you just, like a privacy issue, though. The, oh, yeah, especially. Yeah, no, 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 totally. Like, I, there used to be a curtain. I used to just, 
And I used to, and I used to do all my homework at the front desk at the reception because we didn't really have much yeah. at the desk and we lived in a physio. So I used to hear dad talk to patients while I, the mm-hmm. only computer that had internet was the, the front desk. <laughs> bizarre. Uh, this is not making me feel comfortable about it. <laughs> and the weird thing yeah. about it is my favorite is so I used to, even in uni, right, I do my assignments at the front desk. Now, uh-huh. it used to be all glass. So people could just see me walking in and my favorite was this old old uh italian bloke who my dad used to treat and so what he'd do is he just walk blocks around it and then wave at me and just to make sure that i would tell dad that he's doing his exercises oh <laughs> right 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 it's like being accountable yeah 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 it's just like every time i pass it i like I give him a one yeah fantastic i mean yeah it's a, but here's the thing so there's a there's a there's an instagram account i like called knees over toes guy knees over toes guy and he's getting a lot of traction in like a couple of years he just talked like uh i haven't looked enough about him but there was a one of his big things is he couldn't dunk no matter how you know much he tried and then he started working on um specific areas like the ankles and the knees um and yeah now he he can like headbutt the 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 ring now it's crazy so one of his things is he's like every day he does the sled you know when you're dragging um, oh yeah 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 the sled backwards uh that's apparently really good for the knees if you can't do that do get on the treadmill and like you know when it, with the treadmill off you like turn your back like a face the opposite direction and then try yeah. and like push I've the treadmill that. off yeah so walking up a hill backwards yeah so you you turn you're on the treadmill you're going in the backwards direction but the treadmill's off and you're using the resistance of the the fact that, that it's off to try and strengthen the knees that way yeah yeah yeah. and um yeah i need to look more into it so i just thought you might have some guidance on that or whatever but yeah i think for us if we can just start to focus on those types of things and maybe count our victories there but yeah admittedly i think i'm sometimes oh. i sometimes i hit a spot where i'm just like fuck oh my god like i know i'm saying i know i've said this to myself before that i just need to be patient with it but i'm just I'm just tired of fighting and but do you like, have priorities? Tired. Do you have priorities? That's the other thing. You're right. I think what it is is like once the work stuff kicks in, once I've got personal life stuff, you know, with uh, big changes, personal life, like you know, with Maddie moving over to Melbourne and things like that, you know, it's just suddenly I'm just like, oh my god, I can now got to be disciplined around this, and you know, that's part of the struggle, and I know I will get there, but I. I've always tried to be as honest as I can on this podcast. And I'm just sort of thought I'll, you know, flag a pocket where I don't feel very, I don't feel like there's a lot of fight in me. And you can't, but also you can't do it all. You can't do it all. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what it is, is, you know, I heard someone say, uh, I do have that belief that anything I put my mind to, I, I, I can do anything as long as I put my mind to it. But while I can do anything, I can't do everything. So I have to pick and choose which of the end things I want. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I, I feel like as long I've, for myself, I've have a proven track record of whenever there's something I really care about and I put my mind to it, I get there. Right. Um, so I do believe that I can achieve anything, but the problem is it's just about realizing I don't have time to achieve everything. Sometimes you can't put your mind to it. Like, you know, every morning, I think I can get the kids out, out of the house without me losing the shit and leaving on time. It's, it's yeah. I put my mind to it. It's never, doesn't happen. Put your own socks on, please, for the love of God. Put your own socks on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Why do I need to put them on? Like, I, I just don't understand. Oh, okay. It's just, but again, but as much as I get frustrated and my kids get frustrated about trying to get the kids to school on time, at least they go to school. 
Yeah, that's true. Lucy to go to school. That so, is true. You know, like, because I, I, at the moment now, like, I've just realised, and that's where I was like, you know, the panic of thinking I'm having a heart attack. One of the symptoms is fatigue. And I'm like, yeah. I am feeling quite tired. I, I think I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite tired. It's because I'm just not sleeping enough. That is yeah. purely the reason why. So I'm in my head, I'm like, look, I just need seven and a half hours sleep. Now, that means I don't get to have the sauna in the morning or I have to do it later. But it's just, in my head, I'm just like, sleep and core. If I can just do those two, <laughs> like, like, you know, a bit of Pilates and a bit of sleeping, you know, we're about to hit festival time. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. But again, it's like that stressful period of okay so that's what it is too you, you gotta you put it into perspective yeah it, this is a, a stressful period for us leading up to mm. here's my new hour <laughs> like it's just yeah i think yeah yeah i'm really grateful for like the um the work i put in since jan because i really am so happy with the show now like it's it's in fact it's so lovely working with thorno doing um dave thornton here in adelaide we're doing half an hour each um and with so many benefits like you know a being able to share the the you know the the load of like uh the type of night or whatever all the stresses and stuff but also being able to watch one of my favorite comedians every night it's really cool and oh, then dissect you that. such an amazing position like because you get yeah. to have like a crash like we already do that anyway but you get to do it intensely for two weeks yeah yeah every day we're sort of discussing our bits and stuff like that and um but at the same time what what i was leading to is as awesome as all of that is there's a part of me that's really like sad that i'm not doing the full hour here because i really love my new hour like and i and i'm and like I, and bursting I, to try and get it out to, to melbourne you know and that's the thing like I, that's that's what kills me it's like every other year i feel like i started later this year and i had less walk up and i'm more happy with this than I have ever have been before, and hence why I want more people to see it. Hence why yeah. I want people to come see my show. Like it's like it's one of those things. You're like, oh, actually, this has been really fun to have yeah, that man. deadline and then and do that. And again, again, it's just you know I can do that because the children are at school. Yes. Yeah, I just spoke to your wife as well just before we hit record, and you guys seem so much more relaxed. <laughs> oh my god, it is uh, it's amazing, and even though we're both both uh, working from home, uh, we, anyway, probably, we should wrap this up actually, buddy. Yeah, because uh, I'm off to for my stretch session. That's right. Uh, I have my myotherapist stretch me every fortnight. Just really, oh, get in there. Just really stretch those hamstrings, and then uh, and then dry needling, which. I have to admit, I'm still not enjoying as much as I, I mean. There's nothing to enjoy about it, but it does. It does it, yeah. It's full on. Well, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go have a nap. So. <laughs> um, hey, uh, before we go as well, of course, uh, it will. Uh, your show is on sale, and again, we've said it uh, again last time. Is come to Melbourne, uh, just yeah, just uh, make do the double. Go see Dill. Grab some dinner, then come see me. We'd love to see you. What, what time are you again? I'm 8.50 at the Coopers, starting on the 31st of March. 8.15 or 8.50? 8.50, 8.50. 5.0? So yeah, 5.0. It's a, it's a later okay. show, but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And then so, come with lots so, of questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm 6.30 to 7.30, so you've got a nice, solid one hour, 20 minutes between the shows. So yeah. do the double. Uh, that's in Melbourne. I'll be there from 31st till the 24th or whatever, the whole month of uh, Comedy Festival. Uh, currently in Adelaide at the Adelaide Fringe with Dave Thornton doing a split build till March 20th. And then there's a few new tour dates to announce. There is uh, Canberra, uh, which is in uh, end of March. There's, um, so I'll just go tell the venue, so please look it up. Yeah, uh, Canberra, up. Sydney, uh, Newcastle, uh, Brisbane, uh, Townsville. Look out. 
there's a bit of town selection happening uh so yeah folks please uh do uh do jump on dorukj.com to find out all those details i guess yes. uh but uh thank you so much for your continued love and support for the podcast um, and big shout out to patreon uh we will get a new patreon out uh, when we uh, get a chance but thank you for your ongoing support you're still there and we yeah. really appreciate it thank so, you so uh, much don't, don't think that's uh, forgotten so and and also and also if you want to buy tickets to my show uh, type in the word uh bonus word you get a discount uh any questions one word or lowercase uh take care, everybody love you all love you ben cheers boy.